Hey, you guys. So today I want to talk about something that's really been on my mind. Um, as I navigate through parenting my daughter, who's a t- teenager now, but really something that I think about even as I look at my young daughter, and it's about raising strong, independent women who are also kind. And I want to talk about that because I think that there's so many messages out there about that. And um, and sometimes I see how it's hard. And it's not hard like hard for me as a mom like um, because they're independent and strong-willed. But I see why some moms decide to teach their kids to conform because our children face pushback. And that sucks to see because so much of society tells women, shh, calm down, go with the flow, ignore the people who are mean to you, which there is, you know, I talk about that to a point, but like, you know, um, yeah, maybe, maybe you are too loud. Maybe you are annoying. Maybe your opinions are wrong. And, um, I want to teach my daughters to be like, no, 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 no. I know that I'm smart. I know that I'm strong. I know that I'm following my true North star and I want them to continue to do that. Right. But it can be really hard. So I want to talk about that today. And I am a mother of a son, of course. And I could do a whole other episode about this, what society teaches our sons and how I see him navigating through the social norms and him be, he, he's, he's an emotional kiddo and him trying to navigate through that. But that's not what I want to talk about specifically today. I want to talk about with girls and um, the standard, um, most common girl culture and how I don't raise my girls to conform to that and how sometimes I see them deal with pushback. And maybe it makes their life a little harder sometimes, but I hope overall makes their lives more enriched and better because they know who they are. And really, at the end of the day, that's what I want for all my kids, to follow their true North Star. Something I was talking to, this actually has come up a lot in the last couple of weeks. I've talked to people about children are raised learning who they are by what they are told they are. That's just how it is with kids. They are told what they are and they are just raised that way. However, there's a becoming where they become what they truly are. If they choose to do that. And that is freeing. And that's a second kind of space in life, right? I didn't figure that out till I was in my late 20s, early 30s. Still probably figuring that out today because I feel like I'm becoming more me in my 40s now than I ever was. And again, maybe I'm just becoming a higher version of myself and we continue to do that, right? As everything continues to grow and change, that is flourishing and living. But some humans don't do that. They become who they're told they are and they have an inner conflict, but they feel it's wrong to re-become what they actually are. And they don't do that. There's an inner conflict that stops them. And what I hope to do as a parent is allow my kids to continuously become who they are. I actually first started learning this. Okay, so when I used to dress Lucy, I dressed her in all like cute matching clothes as much as possible, you know, tried to match everything up. And when she would dress herself, I'd be like, that's fine, but it doesn't match. And so she would stress about whether her clothes match, whether they're right, whether they're right, whether they're wrong. And with Jack, he never questioned what I, I just threw a clothes out. He put them on, right? So again, specifically talking about the girls that was Sloan, she was so strong-willed about what she wanted to wear. And I realized, why does it matter? She's expressing herself. 
if I would have got ready, came downstairs, and someone's like, that does not match, that you're wearing that out of the house, I feel like crap. So I'm not going to do that to my kids. And if someone else picked out my clothes and said, you will wear this, and it didn't feel like my best expression of myself, I would feel like crap. So I'm not going to do that to my kids. That was when I first started to realize, Autumn, let them be them. You can guide them, but let them be them. Who freaking cares if clothes match? Honestly, who cares if clothes match? It's the dumbest thing ever if you really, really think about it. If you like what you're wearing and you like how you feel, who freaking cares? What color, what pattern, what size? Like, oh my gosh. I remember in, in college, someone I was going through, um, actually the, the health and physical education cohort with said something like, isn't fashion the weirdest thing ever? And I was in college. I didn't get it. I was like into trying to dress just right and whatever. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, who determines what's in style? Why isn't whatever we want to wear just fine? Why is there a certain style that you have to wear? I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But I've thought about that for years and it really hits me now. It's like, why? Why does it matter? If you feel good, that is your style. That is what's right. But honestly, as I go forward sharing some of these examples, this is where so many parents are like, oh, you have to dress a certain way or you're supposed to dress a certain way or we should match or our clothes should look like this. And that whole shooting on people, you know, is is stressful. But um, this idea that, no, it's just just going to be easier for them in life, right? And I get that. But at the same time, if we all collectively start changing the narrative, then that's not going to be the case. And also maybe it's not going to happen where we collectively all do it. But choosing to be someone who chooses to stand out and change the narrative and then teach your children, I get how it can be a little stressful. Like I think of different examples with my kids where I'm like, oh, they might receive pushback because I've taught them to think this way. But at the end of the day, these kids who are like, I dress my way how I want will not have the stress of trying to conform later, right? Even though they might run into a couple idiots here and there, at the end of the day, they'll get to follow their true North Star without worry. And I think about this with like hairstyles and makeup, like whatever you want to do is your self-expression of you. And like, especially makeup, a lot of times people are like, oh, what are you trying to hide? It's like, maybe they're just trying to express themselves. We decorate our homes in ways that we like. There's like literally people and say, oh, I can't believe it. Actually, probably some hater out there somewhere complains about the way people decorate their houses. But we decorate our houses. We don't walk into the exact same house and we all just live in there and be like, no, it's fine. We express ourselves with our style. There's not like five cars out there for a different functionality and be like, oh, you need five seats, you need seven seats, you need eight seats, you need 10, and you need two. And there's the cars for you. No, there's also styles and expression and they're all fine. So why do people care about the style expression in your makeup it, or your lashes or like your, I don't know, it's just great, your lipstick, like whatever. It's your self-expression and it's totally fine. We don't all wear gunny sacks. We wear different clothes. It's all part of our self-expression. Anyway, I'm going somewhere with this just about how like women get um, ridiculed for maybe how they dress or how they do their makeup or how they do their hair. And the thing is, I want to teach my daughters to do what feels good for them. And really, that's it. 
You want purple hair? Wear your purple hair. If you're worried about getting a job with purple hair, it's not the right job for you if you really freaking love your purple hair. And if you have work skills that merit the job, the right person is not going to care about your purple hair, right? That's what I want to teach my daughters. And you know what? If purple hair is not for you, don't wear purple hair. But if your neighbor, it's for them and they're rocking the purple hair, awesome. Love that purple hair for them. Or just don't give a crap, right? And that goes for anything, anything they do. And I'm going to talk about this specifically because unfortunately women, and again, generalization, but I just have seen this situation a lot in the past year or two. We'll sit down and talk about other women. And I want my daughters to decide that's not for me. That is not for me because I'm secure in who I am. I'm happy for them for who they are. And we can coexist. I don't need to put her down. I don't need to talk bad. What she's doing does not affect me. I've got to teach. I really want to teach my daughters that. But they have to know their true north to know I'm on my path. And she can be on her path. And that is okay. But if they don't know that, if they haven't been taught that because they're trying to conform to society, then they can be stressed when another woman is maybe doing something that feels very authentic when she's not doing it yet herself. Okay. And I kind of have a theory on this. Um, it's twofold. But first of all, there I think women feel comfortable talking about other women over opinions on like maybe finance, world situations, um, mindset, something I love to talk about, workouts, um, motivation, um, maybe what's going on in their careers because it's they've been taught like that maybe and again not specifically one woman or maybe not the way their parents taught them specifically but the societal thing like that they don't know what they're talking about that they're not that smart that they're not that bright but they're like I know people I can talk about people and I that's one way I think this might have come about but something else so there's a book called originals by Adam Grant it's a really great book it's about how people who think outside the box of what changes the world and conforming just doesn't do that, right? But there's there's a point in the book he talks about how they took um there was a study where they took a critique of I forget what it was, maybe a play or something like that, and it was all these ideas, but it was a positive critique. And then they rewrote the exact same critique, exact same, like took the words and all they did was change it into negative words or the positive words, and they had people review it. And it was an astounding amount of people thought the writer who wrote the negative review was more intelligent. Isn't that interesting? We as a society tend to think people who are critiquing or ripping people apart are smarter than the people who have a positive outlook and mindset and are appreciating things. And so I can see women in this setting feeling like I need to show that I'm smart because maybe you're not, you don't feel that way. You guys, I used to teach middle school. And it is actually absolutely true that way less girls will raise their hand and answer questions in class than boys. Way less. Because they're worried they're not going to seem smart. I've shared a story before about how, I mean, I have tested in the spaces that that have told me that I um, am intelligent. And um, it feels weird to even say, right? Look at this. I'm a girl who am feeling weird telling you guys this. Right now, as I'm saying this, I'm like, feeling like I don't want to say that. So wild. Anyway, as I'm making a point about this, but 
I had I had a boss once that like did not think I was smart, and I told my coworkers I don't think he thinks I'm smart. And I had two male co- coworkers I work closely with, and they started to see it, and they're like, "You are right." And they would see me bring ideas to the table and present ideas, and we would start doing things as a cohort that I came up with. So they knew that wasn't true, but they saw my boss decide I wasn't smart, and probably because I was very positive and very forward thinking. And he was always trying to critique and pull things apart and redo things. So he didn't like my way of thinking. But that's twofold. That's another reason I think that women like to critique each other to try to feel smart around other women subconsciously. But honestly, I'm going to go into this more. But I really also feel like this is why girls get into that gossipy thing too because then they feel like they're critiquing someone else and they feel smarter. And if you stop it or say you don't want to be a part of it, not only are you not fitting in, but then maybe you don't seem as smart or to get it as much, you know? Anyway, I think it's very multifaceted and um, it's just something else I hope that I teach my daughters when they learn their true north, they don't have to conform to that and it can feel uncomfortable, but it's right. So ladies, I would love it if you would message me about this specifically because I'd love to hear what you have to say and just have conversations about this. Again, my email is strongwilled.autum at gmail.com, strongwilled.autum at gmail.com. But I want to talk about this. And I feel like there's going to be like, the women are going to say yes. If you ever sat at a table that when someone got up, the other girls started talking about them. I will say... I don't think very many women are going to say that they haven't experienced that. And here's the deal. If people are talking about her when she leaves, who's to say they're not going to talk about you when you leave? I experienced that even very recently. Got up to go to the bathroom with someone and she's like, I feel like they're just talking about me when you get up and go to the bathroom. You know, it's kind of crazy. Like I want to grab someone to go with me. And she stated a specific person that she would grab and, and someone who would talk a lot of trash. And I thought, I said, yeah, that's actually why I choose not to sit at tables like this anymore as much as possible because you don't need to have that feeling. And the right women don't do that. But also, if you sit at a table and that's happening, don't participate. If you want it to end, don't participate. But if you're okay with it happening to everybody, including you, including your friends, I guess participate. But you've got to stop it, right? And I want to teach that to my daughters. I want my daughters to know I am not cool with getting up from a table and having women talk about me. So I'm not going to do that. But I want my daughters to also know I have no reason to talk trash about another woman. I have no reason to do that. If there's an issue, I address her with the issue. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if there's not an issue, there's not an issue. Then I'm also not going to participate in other people having an issue. Right? But here's what I see with women. Once you address someone with an issue, it's just like, I have to be agreeable. It has to be fine. I have to be brushed under the table. I have to be fine. It's no big deal. And then there's this like echo of pushback and talking, you know, the behind the back thing, right? What should happen is I want to teach my daughters, like you talk to someone. If there's an issue, just be firm. You don't be aggressive. You just be firm. You just speak your issue and you just move on. I've talked about that in my earlier episodes about how that's something that I just have, I don't have an issue doing, but I want my daughters to do that. Not scenarios where they feel like they have to fake relationships for X, Y, Z and then talk behind each other's back. 
that's gross and that has to stop. And that's part of raising women to speak up and to be authentically themselves. What if we all started acting like this? We spoke our truths to the person, worked through things, and then didn't go talk about that person behind their backs or sit at tables where they're talking about a woman that was just sitting at the table. Get up from those tables. And that's what I'm going to teach my daughters. Leave those tables. You think you need to be at that table? You do not. Your true north star will direct you to not be at those tables with that energy. Go to the good energy. Go to the energy that fuels your heart and your fire to be the best you. There is no scenario that is best for life where you are sitting at tables with women who are talking about you when you get up and leave. And I'm going to teach that to my daughters. And I'm going to teach my daughters, if you are sitting at that table, get up and leave too. Because pretty soon, there won't be tables of women talking about other women, which is where that thing comes in. That it's so easy to teach your daughters to just be quiet and smile and agree and don't confront people. I'm going to talk to someone if I have an issue, the one person. I'm not going to talk to a group about her when she leaves or if the group's talking about her. Be the person who says, hey, let's not do this. But it's hard to teach your girls to do that because it's not the normal. And I understand that it's hard to teach your girls to have an opinion, even if you know it's right, because it's not what everybody's doing. I'm giving this example as one example, but back earlier, I talked about their individuality. It's the same thing. But in this situation too, it's like so many parents will just teach them, just agree and go along with it because you don't want your kids to have a hard time. But that's not how we change the world. But let's talk about this too, because raising strong daughters, they could be in situations where they feel uncomfortable and they're worried to say, I shouldn't be here. I need to leave. Maybe they're uncomfortable in a relationship, in a dating relationship, and they don't know how to say, I shouldn't be here. I need to leave. I need to get out of this. And we end up seeing women who get in very abusive relationships over time and they saw the red flags but didn't know how to say anything or excused it. And I hope to raise my daughters to be like, no, this makes me uncomfortable and I don't want to do this. And not worry about the backlash from a man or boy talking trash because they broke up with him or because they didn't want to go on a date with him. But know their true north. People can talk trash about me, but I am doing the right thing. That's hard. It is hard. And it's easy to want to raise a daughter to just be like, that's okay. Just go with the flow. Don't say anything. You know? If you love yourself too much, other people won't love you. Be careful because you want them to not experience hurt. You want them to feel accepted. But something I heard recently, and I wish I could remember where I heard it. I would give it credit. They said, we want our kids to experience no pain and adversity. However, we actually don't want a grown human out of our children who never experienced pain and adversity. Because pain and adversity builds a strong character. And adults who haven't experienced that do not have as strong as a character as those who have. How true is that? But it can be hard. It can be really hard when you teach your kids, like, if someone's talking trash, you ignore it. You walk away from it. You know who you are. But you have to teach them to know who they are, right? But it's still hard. They're still sad. They will still be so hurt that 
so many people haven't caught on to this yet. But again, directing them to that true North Star. And it can happen as adults. Some of the tables I've sat at with the most successful and powerful women I have known have been the tables that have talked the worst about other women. And I have chosen to walk away from those tables. And I have to choose that that's not the space for me. It can feel very stressful. However, following your true North Star is never wrong. And that is what I want for my daughters. And I have chosen, if I want it for my daughters, I must be the example of it. I want to raise daughters who don't go to a party because they're going to feel popular being there and they have to go. I want to raise daughters who decide, I know myself, who know their life is so awesome, no matter where they go, it's going to be awesome. I want to raise daughters who, when they walk into a room and they know there are horrible people in this room who hurt other people, who have done awful things, they don't feel like they have to be there because it's a who's who. They know themselves so well. Their true North Star directs them right out of that room. And because that is the daughter I want to raise, that is the woman I got to be. I'm going to tell a story about when I was in high school. Like I'm going to spare a lot of details because it's so high schooly, high school story. But a very good friend and I got into a disagreement over a boy. And it was the dumbest thing looking back. At the time, I even thought it was the dumbest thing. But we took two very different approaches. I decided to just continue to live my life and she decided to, I didn't decide to talk back about it because I just decided she's my friend and I love her and she's mad at me and whatever it is what it is. I didn't do anything wrong. I stand by what I did. And when people talk to me about it, be like, yeah, this is what I did. You know, whatever. It was, it was the dumbest thing. Anyway, I spent a lot of time walking the halls by myself that school year. Anyway, we made up like a year later. Everything was fine. But that, and it's one of the reasons I share life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. I learned that I saw my own strength and I could rely on my own independence by sticking with my true north. Actually, at the time, I didn't even know what it was. Just something told me like, we're not doing a drama thing. We're just moving on with our life. And um, I'm, I'm not saying I wasn't a lack of drama in high school because I probably was. I don't know what told me this, but I was just like, no, just keep moving on with life. And, um, and I learned being a strong woman and maybe thinking outside the box is going to cause people to have a problem. But you got to keep being you. And that is something that stuck with me. And I learned in that moment, the loudest voice is not always the right, correct voice. The story you hear isn't always the right story. But I've seen that time and time again, and I have lived that time and time again. It created a great amount of independence for me, maybe let my independent side show through. But I've got to help my daughters with that story and with that situation. And I've seen myself in that situation where teaming up against women, but I don't want to belong in that crowd. I don't want my daughters to belong in that crowd. I want my daughters to realize if If I myself am going to be my true self, I don't need to worry about what a crowd thinks of me. And then I myself must not be part of a judging crowd of another woman. Because again, like I talked about in last podcast, anything you want for you, you have to decide to also be a part of on the other side. That thing when you point a finger, there's three back at you. If you prefer to not have it happen to you, you cannot do it, right? So I want my daughters to be like, my true North Star teaches me to be so me and live in my freedom and live right. 
that I am not judging other women living in their freedom and their right. And if I am judged and if I am treated, however, for being me, I'm going to let that go because I'm so me. I'm proud of that. Okay. I also want to talk about something else because I know women are kind of taught to like keep your opinions to yourself. Don't say what you really feel. But I also know women find a lot of camaraderie in like talking trash, talking trash, talking bad about things, right? My my actually closest friends don't. I just went to dinner with friends last night and we literally laughed so hard and had so much fun talking about, gosh, we talked about nutrition. We talked about our spouses. We talked about like hilarious things that happened at my friend's gym. Like we found so many amazing stories to share and not any of it was talking about about another woman. And I'm like, that is my jam. Like those are my people. But really that's the whole point. If you are the person who wants to stand up for what you know is right, you will find your people. And raising strong-willed girls who will become strong women You can make them kind by making sure they know to do what is right. And they can be the beacon to help others be kind. And they might face pushback. So it's easy to be like, no, just conform, just whatever. But teach them to be the girl who stands up and walks away when it's wrong. My girlfriends and I talked about this at dinner the other night. We're like, there is nothing wrong from getting up and excusing yourself from a conversation. Like nothing wrong with it. No apology needed. Get up and go. You don't have to confront. You don't have to argue. You don't have to do a big thing. You can just get up and excuse yourself. And the thing is, we can teach our daughters this. We can teach our girls to be strong. And the more we do it, the more we will create a community of strong women supporting each other. But the less we do it, the less we can stop it. Because right now, It's a generational thing over and over and over again where women want to do what is right but are afraid to. So we can teach them to be strong and we can teach them to be kind and we can can teach them to be an example for that and to change the way the world works right now. And so that's what I hope for our our girls, our strong world women. And I get that it can be really hard because, again, something I said earlier, you think, I don't want my girls to face adversity or struggles, but you don't want an adult out of your child who never had them. And there's some days I'll have a conversation with my kid and uh, they'll talk about something and I'll say, I'm sorry for how that turned out, but you did the right thing. And that is what I want to teach them more than I want to teach them to conform, to fit in and to not follow their true North Star. So anyway, I just want to say that because I know it can be very hard when you are teaching kids to be strong and true to themselves, but it will be right because we do not want a grown adult out of our children who didn't have adversities to face yet. They're going to be stronger and more true to who they are because of them. And we can teach them to be strong and kind and follow who they are.